Once upon a time, I was sitting in my room. Alright. Thinking about all the things I want to say and do. Like what? Such a quiet man. Shh. What can I do then? I don't know. Start a brand new podcast with my family and my friends. Oh, cool. Hey, my name is Joe. Hello. That you want to know. What you got? Let's begin this journey. Thank you so very much for joining. Yeah. Here we go. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. So today we are on episode 37 already. I can't believe we're already on episode 37. And uh, so far, season two is going great. Um, I've brought you know past guests to my channel. And I also have been bringing new guests to my channel, which speaking of new guests, we actually have a new guest here today. So this is Jay Walker. And this is uh, his first time here on the channel. And something that's really uh, cool about this episode, this is a first for me, is this is like a like an international <laughs> podcast recording because he is actually way over in uh, in the UK. So uh, I definitely am glad that we were able to make this work with our time, um, you know, timing schedule and like our time zone range because he is six hours ahead of me. So, you know, trying to make it work for both of us to where it doesn't interfere with our daily schedules, whether it's being with family or work or, you know, whatever. So I'm definitely glad that we were able to make this work. So welcome to the channel. <laughs> hey, man, I'm glad to be here. Glad to be here in your midst, bro. Yeah, a little bit about me, Jay Walker, as the man said, I'm a Christian content creator. I'm a, a rap artist and producer as well. Only Christian content, of course. Uh, but yeah, that's a little about me. And yeah, I'm based over in London, London boy. Oh, man, I want to go to London so bad. I actually had the opportunity to almost go to London. Uh, like back in May, I had the opportunity to go to London and Paris, but it just was never it wasn't working out because I was going to go on a group travel kind of trip uh, here from the States. And uh, yeah. and it just wasn't it just didn't work out. So I ended up going to Ireland instead, which is close, but not. Yeah, but not it was in, so close. Yeah, I'm so close. Did you go was, by plane? I did. Yeah, I flew. That means from, you probably just flew straight over it, huh? <laughs> yeah, probably. So I, was, <laughs> I was like, unfortunately, that's kind of like yeah. London is one big place I want to go to, and then also like Italy. I would love to go to Italy, and I've, I'm sure I've flown over Italy because I went to Greece a few years ago. So I'm sure I flew over mm -hmm. Italy as well. It's like. So in a way, I was sort of in Italy, but not really. <laughs> it flew over the hey. skies. <laughs> so, so yeah, like so that is Jay Walker. I'm so glad that he is here today, and I know he will be on future episodes. So I look forward to having him back here on my channel uh, here in the near future. So uh, anyways, everybody, I'm going to go ahead and let y'all know what this topic is. So this topic is something that I feel like everyone or most of everyone can relate to uh this the topic is called popularity so popularity can come in many forms it has different uh people can call it different names whether it's um fame like whether you want to be famous uh you know of course popular just uh, obviously and then um seeking attention like there's different or uh nowadays like here recently i've been hearing the word like uh clout like you know getting clout so there's like a few different 
terminologies that you can throw into the equation of popularity. So I actually have a few questions I'm going to ask Jay, and then I'm going to answer these questions as well, but um, I'm going to allow him to answer these questions first. So I think we are going to go ahead and get into this first question. So my first question is, um, have you ever had a moment, whether it's uh, when you were a kid or as an adult, uh, where you wanted to be popular or famous? Uh, I think, you know, like in intrinsically, I think I've always known I was a bit weird. It's probably the, the the first thing to say. And that, that, I think, knowing that, I think created kind of a weird counterbalance where it's almost like to be popular, you need to stand out, right? But in order to be down with the popular folks, you need to fit in. So it's like there, there's this weird kind of cyclical nature to it where I always felt like an awkward balance between trying to fit in and then wanting to stand out. And then in my younger days, which I think is just a typical adolescent thing, you're more focused on fitting in, you know? So definitely at a younger age and whatnot, I kind of had that focus, but I kind of knew I didn't, if I'm being like 100, 100% honest, where I think I just grew up at kind of light speed, just because of like family circumstance, single mother, um, all of that kind of thing. So then when I was kind of placed around certain kids where they were kind of still at their kid stage, Whereas in my head, like I'm five years old, but I'm the man of the house, like <laughs> in my mind. So it just didn't connect, didn't relate. So like by the time I was like seven, I was like a, a selective mute, um, essentially, where it wasn't that I couldn't talk. I just, I just didn't feel any level of relatability to children. And then you know how adults treat you when you're seven, man? They treat you like, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. no one's taking you seriously. And, and I was like in a, in a life phase, at least in my own mind, where I was like ready to be um, taken seriously. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of ab abstained and kind of knew I didn't fit in when I, when I was younger. And then by the time I kind of got a bit more sense and got older, like first big social media thing I think I got into was like MySpace for, for all the dinosaurs who remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and and then that that as was like my first social media kind of popularity experience stage for me man <laughs> yeah I remember those MySpace days definitely back in my teenage years I used to have a MySpace and uh I know this is off topic but speaking of MySpace like I used to miss like doing your top eight or top 10 favorite people on your profile I was thinking like did I make somebody's top 10 did I make somebody Honestly, I forgot about that you know <laughs> yeah there are some really good things about MySpace that I miss like that and then also you can like add music to your profile I thought that yeah. was pretty awesome and you can have your own kind of background to it so yeah I definitely can relate that was like my first social media um you know that I started having as well was MySpace and then uh, I guess I could even tie into popularity because you're um, just basically what I just said, like, you know, you're thinking, oh, am I going to be in somebody's top eight favorite, you know, people and, you know, or am I going to be in somebody's top four? If you made it to the top four, you made it. So, <laughs> so. Does that feel like to you the first time it became like measurable by metric? But because I feel like I feel like we live through something like unique, man, like nowadays, like folks that they're, they're born into it. But we kind of transitioned in and then the ones who kind of made it with decent mental health are either like in it and flourishing or have like kind of transitioned like back out. But 
as far as I can remember, I think that's the first time I remember the feeling like there's a vi- visual analytical data that would determine kind of your popularity there. Yeah, that actually makes a lot of sense. I think MySpace was probably like the the lead, you know, lead runner in that as far as that, because like you said, nowadays, uh, they're almost born into this, you know, every, all of these nowadays, these teenagers, it feels old saying that because I'm only 29, but I feel like I'm like 59 when I start talking to these kids, because it's yeah. like, it's like, how am I like, you know, or how am I? like not able to understand what some of y'all are saying like here a few episodes ago like i did uh an episode on uh like millennial like the way we talk and then like i also did one on like uh gen z like terminology and there were some things on there i was thinking what on earth does this mean like (laughs) this is uh definitely very uh very confusing there's i'm still trying to remember like some of these words like uh so you're trying to keep up with these people that are living in social media, the social media era where they were born into Facebook already being here and Instagram being here. And now here we are even with TikTok. And then I know at one point uh, there was a, an app called Vine that everybody was into the six second little yeah. clips. So, you know, so there's a, it, it is definitely, you know, different. And we, I guess, our time, you know, when we were growing up, uh, like the first little bit of our life, there really wasn't social media. But once we got into our like teen years, uh, that's where kind of MySpace started happening. YouTube started, you know, getting into the game as well. So yeah, definitely does show that, you know, social media uh, can, you know, play a big role in that. And then as um, far for me, when I was a, a kid, I guess before social media, um, I used to want to have like this idea of wanting to be popular or, you know, wanting people to, to know me. But I guess like one problem for me was that I was very shy and very quiet to where I guess I was too scared to talk to people. I don't know. Um, I don't know if it was because of just a fear of being like rejected or snubbed or, you know, like kind of ignored um, or, or what. But now that I'm older, um, I, there are still moments where I keep that where if I'm being honest, I still think like, OK, well, this this TikTok post is going to, you know, hopefully this is going to get a lot of likes. Hopefully this is going to get a lot of views. So I still, even nowadays, if I'm, you know, being totally honest that I have moments where I still am striving for that, even though I probably shouldn't. (laughs) Yeah. But how how would you um, differentiate like between, because it's interesting as I heard you speaking, how would you differentiate between being popular and being kind of loved or yeah, I don't want to denigrate it to liked because I think I think loved can stand up there next to put like popularity, but often on the playground we'd say liked, right? Um, mm-hmm. and, and as it grows, it maybe turns into love, but so it, it's, it's um, interchangeable. But would you differentiate between the two things, being popular and being loved and liked by a lot of people, or, or does that seem like the same thing? You know, that's actually a really good question. I think that they almost do sometimes it does seem like they do go together like they go hand in hand but sometimes I do differentiate they are different in some cases because um you know because you do want you know to 
because it's definitely you know for people out here you know thinking that if uh if i'm if i sound like i'm saying that you shouldn't be loved or you know or anything like that or you know loved for your content um you know on social media for example um then i mean i say yeah it is a really it is a really hard one because i think that it is like a fine line there like where it's they both can kind of fall into um like the gray area and where i guess if you yeah that's that's a really good question because i can really see how um you know you you can be on that spectrum of being loved but then at the same time I guess maybe not letting the popularity get to your head maybe, or, you know, if you, maybe it's just an idea of being humble or being prideful kind of thing. I don't know if that kind of ties into it as well, but that definitely is a really good uh, question. And that, that definitely is one that, you know, that, you know, we should all consider when it comes to popularity, because um, I feel like being loved is, not really you know that's a really good thing of course is being loved and uh you know stuff like that but then but then when i start thinking of popularity i don't know why i guess some reason i feel like both like the words like when i think of popularity i think of it having like a negative like vibe to it but then when i think of love of course you think of a more positive but but sometimes there is good popularity out there if you are um, you know, like, for example, like, both of us are Christians, like, we think of, like, Apostle Paul, we think of, you know, Jesus Christ, of course, so we think of, like, these people that were not popular um, back in their days, and even here nowadays, uh, this crazy world we live in, they're not so popular either, but, um, but, but there are, um, but they are loved by many as well, people like us, and people like, you know, that are, you know, in the Christian faith, so, yeah, there's a very there's a very fine line there. I feel like, and uh, and that even ties to whether it was way way back in the biblical days when Jesus was walking here on earth, or or even now. <laughs> yeah, so. and and I think that feels like the 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 crux of it. There, there's this weird because um, there there are some words used for this point in terms of famous versus infamous. It's just that nobody wants the the infamous title, or to some extent the notorious title, um, but they but they all kind of feed into this into the same thing. In that uh, I, f- I feel like I've I've always had I say always for for a reasonable time period I've had like a lot of followers like you know tens of thousands and whatnot, um, but but I've also been conscious throughout the whole time in terms of. Like I might get fan mail or things like that, but I'm under no illusion that if I if I stopped creating content in whichever form and such, there might be like a few people to reach out, but that would quickly dry up, and then I probably never hear. <laughs> I probably never hear from these people again. And so like, yeah, I guess where does that drop on the popularity scale? Somewhere, but who knows, right? 
<laughs> yeah, that is true. You know, like you were saying, like even whether it's, you know, something that you post content on social media or, you know, for some of these people, if you're if you're an actor and you go into like movies after movies and then all of a sudden you drop off the face of the earth, people, it does seem like people do tend to forget pretty quick about, you know, people, whether uh, whether you're a content creator, an actor, a singer or a rapper, you know, anything like that. So it, it does show that you, know, you want to you want to continue, you know, doing what you love to do and, you know, pursuing that. So, yeah, I can definitely see how, you know, people, because I, I've even, you know, sometimes I'll, every now and then I'll think of a celebrity and I'm thinking, wait, like, I haven't seen this celebrity in a while. Like, um, like every, uh, the only celebrity I see in movies is Dwayne The Rock Johnson and everything <laughs> nowadays. So, it's a, so it's like, uh, like, you know, where are some of these other actors out here? Like, you know, I start thinking like, wait, what happened to this one that played in this movie and this movie? So it does show how, you know, easily forgetful um, humans can be. <laughs> yeah, because this is the thing with like, it's like the ultimate popularity thing we kind of have is like celeb um, culture. But then I guess because I've maybe experienced it to some extent, I'd kind of divorce what they create from like the person themselves like you know what i mean where if, if you switch it to all the way to the other side it's like on the opposite side of oh you're so popular everyone loves you it's like the cancel culture thing right um and i know it's like there's people oh mo monster terrible terrible human being but you know i just really love this song and i'm gonna play it like and it was my wedding song and i'm trying not to be too specific before people filling gaps but <laughs> <laughs> But I, I definitely think there's like a, a divorce in popularity culture and celeb culture from the, the person and how people feel about them versus um, what they kind of create, you know? Yeah, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. You know, there's uh, nowadays all of these different, you know, cultures, you know, as far as like you were saying, popularity culture and even like cancel culture even could be tied into this because when people think of, cancel culture they think of like a, a negative you know of course a negative uh i guess notorious like you were mentioning like you know somebody that's known for doing something bad even if it isn't exactly bad i mean some most of the things probably are you know people get canceled for valid reasons but there may be some people that get canceled just for um you know being a christian or you know something like that where that's not wrong in our eyes but in the world's view is looked at as wrong just because there may be certain things in the bible that people don't agree with because it doesn't you know i guess it doesn't tie into their lifestyle so you know there's that you know that can happen to where you know people want to uh cancel you for having a, a view on something that is biblical even though it doesn't tie into modern day culture. So I feel like culture definitely can tie a lot into uh, popularity for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Who would you say is popular? Uh, drop a couple of names you might say popular. <laughs> um, let me think. Uh, like, are you talking about popularity as far as like Christian? Like you talking about like... Yeah. Just How, however you want to define it. I can, okay. throw in a, I can throw in a Maverick City in an Elevation Worship from a music background they're pretty popular right now yeah well i guess uh if i think of like popular or like people that are um like 
celebrities that proclaim to be Christian or, or artists that proclaim to be Christian. Um, one person that comes to mind is, I don't know, uh, have you ever seen Full House? Like, uh, like, have you ever heard of Full House? It's like, uh, well, there's a show called Full House here and um, it has, has celebrity, well, it's, I guess they're celebrities now, like Bob Saget, who passed away not too long ago. And, uh, and listen, who is John Stamos? And, but anyway, there's one person on Full House. Her name is Candace Cameron Burr, I think is her name. And anyway, she had like stands on like the word and all of that, but she gets a lot of negative attention because she was on this show at one point called The View. And uh, on the mm-hmm. view, her and and Raven Simone were kind of going back and forth over the topic of I think there was like a, a wedding cake that um, I think maybe there was a, a bakery shop that didn't want to have like a wedding cake like with two grooms or two okay. brides on the top. So I guess that's kind of where she kind of stood on like what the bible says about this certain situation so i guess um i guess yeah popularity like when i start thinking of people that are popular i guess i start thinking about it from um i guess in a way from i guess i guess it could be just an individual standpoint of who you think is popular because i would think as far as like someone that i know that is known for being a christian um i guess like a a popular christian celebrity i would think of someone like her and um let's say i'm trying to think of like um you know another example is that when i think of popularity or popular people i think of you know of course uh, the regular celebrities out there that are in you know like i mentioned dwayne the rod johnson and mm-hmm. uh, you know these people that are in these you know marvel movies you know like spider-man tom holland and yeah. you know start thinking of all of them <laughs> and you guys by the way because normally this would be easy slam dunk like the leader of the country is the most popular but you guys have a a voting split right where you have like a popular vote and then like your actual vote <laughs> yeah i mean yeah i can see what i can see what you mean like why'd you guys do that <laughs> yeah i know that you know i i wish i knew like why why american americans have a different viewpoint or like a different way of you know yeah of that you know of how that happens so uh, yeah i'm not i'm not really sure on why you yeah, know that the most popular like person be like yeah everyone likes you you have the job but i know you guys you have a different way of doing things there (laughs) yeah yeah because i know things have definitely been different here lately as far as the last you know i do feel like people do have been paying a lot more attention to who who leads this country you know uh like i know currently we have you know joe biden is our president uh there's definitely you know a lot of people that I guess are you know good with him. There's a lot of people that don't like him, so I do feel like people can tie into you know people can you know bring that up how popular you are. There are certain presidents throughout the year that I've heard have had like good popularity. Um, there are some that have had notorious um, roles and, <laughs> and for sure. So you know, and some of them are you know still these were some recent you know presidents. So. Or that we've had that you know can have a negative 
I guess when people think of the name, they think of negative things. So I guess um, even, you know, in our viewpoint of presidents, you know, who we're voting for, um, that can be, you know, something that can be, you know, we think of popularity, but then at the same time, uh, it does seem like we we view it i guess we we start thinking more on like celebrities and we start thinking of these big athletes that make big money and stuff like that <laughs> mm. yeah i think that'll be a funny like thing just to observe like so from the from the trump era if if we then more consistently get these pop- popular celeb figures as in so people view who they want to run the country more on whatever relative popularity they have rather than necessarily any intrinsic skill um, level. Because I don't know, it depends how you view it, right? If like, I guess if you're a good leader that could translate to, to politics, but I can see more and more influencers, especially if, inter- if influencers that have a strong hand, like I'm, I'm going to call it from now, I don't know what they look like, I don't know if it's going to be male or female, but I can see an influencer that has a bit of like political um, background, just in terms of beliefs, like, you know, be it someone who really cares about the environment or somebody who really cares about children, or I can see more and more just influences. We have just a tiny little bit of a little p- political leaning, just kind of taking that role more and more as time goes on over there. Yeah, and I feel like even uh, when back in 2016, when the when Donald Trump was going against uh, Hillary Clinton, I do feel like there was a lot of like celebrities that were jumping like on board, like you vote for this person, you vote for this one. So I do feel like yeah, like, there's a lot of, you know, celebrities out here. Like I remember, um, you know, I was really thinking that Hillary Clinton was going to win. And uh, there was a there were big, like there was supposed to be a big celebration. I feel like Lady Gaga was supposed to be there at this celebration of finding out that, you know, that she won. And then come to find out when I woke up um, that Donald Trump won instead. That definitely was a, a big shocker for me because well, I was she did thinking, win the popular vote, right? I think so. So, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. We're talking about popularity. And I was so shocked because I was thinking... Like I was thinking, everybody keeps talking about Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, and then I woke up and it was not Hillary Clinton. So, um, that, you know, that definitely, um, maybe I don't know if it's maybe the you know people that voted for Trump, I guess, weren't as vocal about it. I guess I just heard a lot more, um, a lot more people talking about Hillary Clinton. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's, it's a mad one, but yeah, it definitely, it definitely goes deep as a topic. It definitely goes deep as a topic, this popularity thing, man. We're, we're all the way in now. What else you got? What's on your mind? <laughs> yeah, so I know another question that I had was, you know, we kind of already answered it about whether social media plays a big role on people wanting to pursue popularity and fame. And I feel like the, the answer, I mean, I guess it just depends on everybody's individual experience, but I guess as far as me I guess I kind of mentioned this earlier that like um you know I may be you know wanting to post a TikTok and then thinking like okay well I want you know I want to get I want this one this video to be the video that everybody sees and you know sometimes some of these videos they get likes quick like I'll get on the for you page 
and then I'll see that this photo or this photo, this video was posted like uh like two days ago, and it has like two point three million likes, and like it could just be over something very dumb, like very like something very stupid, I guess sometimes. And uh, so you know, I guess I could definitely see how social media um it can be a good thing, but it could definitely be a bad thing if if you're in it. If I guess if you're in it for the wrong reasons, and you know there are times where I could be, um, you know, trying to post something for the wrong reasons, hoping to just get likes more than, you know, more than me wanting to please God. I'm here trying to please men, and I guess that's um, where the social media monster can come into play. Where if you let that um, overtake you you can, you know, you can kind of fall into a trap of a lot of pride and a lot of just wanting to pursue popularity and fame and, you know, for have people to, to, um, I guess, be a, a fan of you. And, and then I can, that itself can be, um, that could bring some crazy things out of that. Just even hearing about celebrities out here and like whether in they're in New York or whether they're in California um you know some of them can't even leave their house without um without paparazzi following them questioning them um you know and I know that definitely is even a big thing I mean that could even I'm sure it's a big thing even over in the UK as well like with like the royal family I mean I'm sure they you know they have to definitely keep things you know private you know tight you definitely got to um get from point a to point b safely um especially with uh i guess with like the whole like princess diana situation like there's so i guess even it, this is like a worldwide thing to where uh like social media um or even just um paparazzi can get involved with popularity definitely as well <laughs> Yeah, um, with the with the TikTok thing, you know, I, I really view it um differently than I view any other platform, just because of the way that I see them operate and do things. And I, I guess the the question that TikTok poses for me is: if if everybody's popular, is anybody popular? Type thing because we're used to a hierarchy, right? It's like a pyramid looking thing where you have like. Well, Jay Z is almost very Jay Z. I'm going to say the pyramid, but then at the top, or the celebs at the top, they have like your B list, whatever D, whatever you want to call it, and then it kind of trickles down. Whereas like TikTok's more like a heart monitor. It feels like to me, where generally speaking, it feels like it offers everybody a, a, a taste of here's what it would feel like to be famous. It's like you know, there's so many accounts where you can have half a million views on a video you might never get it again but you, you can you can have a one video that has a, a half a million or 400k there's even just you know regular folks walking around video or two with a million views because that like, tiktok is just like like that it seems like to encourage you being on the app it's it's utmost thing and i think insta facebook whatever else they they focus on your experience um on the app as a consumer of content whereas I feel like TikTok is almost like it just elevates you into being a content creator without having to really really be a content creator you know on like Instagram and such you had to have a bit of like hashtag strategy or some consistency or girls can do this differently sometimes in terms of how they get famous on there 
but generally there had to be some kind of nuance and you know strategy whereas TikTok man that that thing that thing feels like a little different to everything else I feel I don't know how you found it yeah well yeah I mean I could definitely see how that makes you know a lot of sense because you know like you were saying there's some people like normal average people out there that post a video and it may get you know two million likes and then you know then you never see a video from them again like you they may you know post future videos but like it may never show back up and at all all it can be based off of like you know the the hearts you know the, the likes in that case and uh and that may not define what popularity is in other social media platforms where you know like you're saying it's you know people are posting based off their experiences you know where they're traveling to or you know oh I got a new job oh I'm getting married oh I'm having a baby you know like big events like that um I mean I'm sure you can still post stuff like that on TikTok but I feel like it, it's brought more attention on like other social medias where you can post photos so I mean I could definitely see how TikTok, TikTok is one of those that uh that stands out from the other ones because um, the, even though it is social media, but it can, uh, it has like a different, a different, like, I guess, message behind it in a way. Like, I guess, like you said, you can be a content creator in a way without officially being a content creator. But um, I feel like there is a lot of things on TikTok that are for sure. Like, you know, you hear a sound, and then you like, and then it becomes really popular. And then, you know, everybody starts talking about that same sound. And, and then that maybe the, the sound itself or the music itself becomes popular, but the, but the person, you know, kind of gets forgotten about in the process. Like, um, like one recently, I don't know if you've heard of it, but I can't stand hearing it, but there's this one girl on there and she's like, period, ah, period, uh, period, ah, period, uh. And I, I can tell you that song, like, but I can't tell you the name of the person at all. I don't know nothing yeah. about the girl. But I mean, I guess it just can show that um, that your content can be popular, but then people may never know your name in the process of it all, too. <laughs> yes. And then I also feel like it's changed a bit now, but because of how concise it was, like even now so it can extend past a minute and such but anybody who does like um tiktok marketing will tell you like 15 to 22 seconds is kind of like the golden zone that you want to be in like for tiktok to to push it and i feel like because of how um concise it is it doesn't necessarily lend itself to people like getting to know you or anything like that and also makes it a lot easier for you to be fraudulent which is i think the big divorce between like social media popularity and real life popularity, like anybody could fake being cool for like 15 to 22 seconds, you know? Whereas we need to replicate that across a life for five, six years in school, it gets a little, a little tricky at that stage, you know? So I just feel like that, that playground that's been created there, it's no wonder why, like if, if somebody doesn't understand what's, what's going on there, it's no wonder why you have the offshoot of these people feeling totally disenfranchised or unloved or you know like they're, they're not good enough if, you, if you're literally looking at this algorithm as being the thing that's going to validate your value as a human being and we're talking from a christian perspective earlier as opposed to having an identity that's christ-based 
if identity is TikTok or social media based, based on your popularity, you're going to have like just a hard time in general, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That that definitely is right. You know, if you are, you know, basing, you know, that on like wanting to to have popularity or have, you know, people, you know, want to, you know, be your your fans or whatever you want to call it, you know, people that are, you know, constantly wanting to come after you. And if that's all you're worried about, um, if that's your only intention, I could see how that could be, uh, you know, that can be a crazy road to go down for sure. You know, it could be a, a road that can lead to, I guess they can, I don't know, again, take the focus off of, you know, Christ and it can, you know, put it on yourself. So there are ways where, uh, are things where popularity or, or the idea of being famous can be bad. And in a way that kind of, you know, leads to, you know, my next question about, you know, what are some bad things that could come out of popularity or fame? And I feel like there, there definitely could be good things that come out of it, but I feel like there can be a, a good bit more bad things. So I guess for me, what I was thinking of was um, sometimes people can lose themselves in the process of being famous. They, they may think like, oh, the people love me. Like, let me, let me keep doing this, that, could be i mean maybe not always but could be against god's word um let me post this song with you know bad profanity let me go um uh, let me go twerk over here you know like there's so many different um different things that you know people may do that um is i guess what you would call popular to the world but it shouldn't be popular um because it's not popular like biblically i i guess if that makes sense like i guess if uh you know if you're talking against something you know it may not be uh talking against something uh that is of this world but is not in the bible i feel like people definitely you know are ready to to jump in and attack and all that so um i guess it's just you know there are some things i can come out of it but i feel like one of the biggest things that people can could lose themselves in the process and like kind of have more of a arrogance or like prideful, um, you know, coming out of them. Like they're almost not the same person anymore at that point. So it can go, it can go South quickly if people let it. And, and I kind of feel like the longer I've, I've lived is more I've reconciled with the fact that I don't think that we were created from everything I've read and seeing I don't think we're created to be worshipped or idolized you know our, our, whole th- our whole thing about being made in God's image is to reflect that glory towards God you know but I feel like often what we try and do is kind of put everything in a bottle and then like keep that glory for ourselves you, you even see something like an award speech um, and the tears and everything that else is going into this little like trophy you know that they have to to kind of take home and you see how like self-becoming it is you know where people are in tears and they're doing their thank yous and such like that where it almost feels like a a genuine believing of the hype or some proficient achievement or glory um and i feel like from from a christian perspective it's just hard to get yourself into the mind state that i see perpetrated often on stage at award ceremonies and certain things 
or the profile that certain people carry making much of themselves you look at the fashion industry you know and it, it's almost like it's gone beyond like an ego it's almost like a removal from reality in its entirety you look at some fashion pieces pieces you're like who, who who's gonna wear that <laughs> you know <laughs> Yeah, that is true. Yeah, there are, you know, things that people can view as, you know, oh, like that looks great. But it's like, does it really just because this designer that's really well known, you know, created it, you know, it's even even people that are big fashion designers, they can create something and it looks like crap. Like it looks like something I would never wear. Like I will go just straight over to um to just like your normal store to go get something instead of you know trying to buy something that's like a thousand dollars and it looks like garbage <laughs> so yeah, i've seen with like with marketing it's like my old economics teacher like broke it down for me in that um often things are increased in value to create the impression of popularity like you know so if if an artist for example um if they sell their painting at a million um, and it's only copy, you'll, you'll find somebody who's willing to do that. Whereas often if they lowered that price to, to 20K or something like that, they might not be able to find a buyer. Um, perfumes are known as like the most notorious industry for this, wherein often if you don't price a perfume highly enough, you don't find buyers for it because everybody assumes if it only costed $20, 20 sterling, wherever you want to put the currency in, people are going to assume that it's not good. Like so, you like you have this weird kind of system that we find ourselves in, where the value that's being attributed attributed to things is not its actual value, but we become susceptible to a perception of the value of a person or the value of things simply based on the branding and marketing around it. You know? Yeah, absolutely. That you know that you make a really good point about that. I mean, some people can. Uh, you know, want to buy something based off the value of it or, you know, or, you know, something like that, where there's a lot that goes behind um, what makes something popular, like even with music in general, like, uh, like, I know there's some music that it does never gets a million views, maybe only gets like a hundred or something views, but it could be really good music, but it's just like, just because there's that behind the scenes of, you know, trying to make it happen, the marketing side of things and all of that, you know, it, it never reaches, you know, as many people at that point. So yeah. it, it is crazy of, you know, how things like that work. And McDonald's, I'd say, is the probably the best example, just in terms of making it more relatable, in that nobody who you speak to will tell you the best food I've ever eaten is McDonald's. Like nobody will ever say that yet it will continue to be the most popular food choice. It'll continue to be the thing that makes the most money. There'll continuously be new generations of children who just, McDonald's, they can't even tell you why they like it so much. They can't verbalize it, but, <laughs> but it's just so embedded in French. You can tell, I'll make you a burger and you know fries, chips, whatever if you want, but no, it's, it's, it's not McDonald's, you know? Uh, at one point, my wife and I, you know, we, for our sins and such, we um, used to give the kids their food in a McDonald's box just because they'd eat it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a way to get in those vegetables. But literally, it's like down to the box, that red box with the M has that power, just on the, the marketing branding and this popularity that's been created around the brand, you know? 
Yeah, I, I love that. You say you put it, put it in that McDonald's box to get them to eat. <laughs> get, hey, it's from McDonald's. Like, here you go. <laughs> it's like, you must be good. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I love that. that. That's so funny. But, um, but one thing that you brought up earlier that was like really, I thought that was really good is that, you know, that you were right that a lot of people do want to keep the glory to themselves. They want to kind of bottle it in and keep it in, keep that credit to themselves. And that's where like we can almost like almost talk about idolatry in this point because uh, we can almost make ourselves an idol. And that's where we can almost start worshiping almost well ourselves in a way instead of worshiping god we're not giving him the glory for um you know for success you know whether it's in you know what you do for a living or or if you have a side kind of um thing that you want to do like whether it's you know pursuing uh, a, a hobby that you like you know so it's uh you know it goes to show that if you don't give glory to God in the process. Um, you can make yourself an idol. And then I guess that kind of almost ties back into my point of almost losing yourself because you may have been known for, uh, for being, you know, someone that loves the Lord, you know, that glorifies God and everything. But then once you start thinking of yourself more in a prideful way and you start loving yourself way too much nothing wrong with loving yourself at all you definitely should love yourself people but uh, you know if you start loving yourself a little too much um it starts taking away from um giving that love to first of all god but then also loving other people and almost having a um kind of having an attitude of acting like you're above everybody (laughs) yeah i'd say even that even self-love i think should be funneled um through god you know in as much as we we should love ourselves because god loved us first you know the the beginning of that love starts there if if we love ourselves for any of the reasons outside of the reason why god loves us we've already like slipped up again it's kind of falling apart you know because often yeah i don't want to be too scathing but I think we have to admit from imperfect hearts that human love is perverse in that we don't love each other in the same way that God loves us. Our love is faulty. Hence, you'll have the people you're closest to, uh, moms, dads, brothers, sisters, husbands, wives, you know, all, all these circumstances. We can have such fractitious relationships. And it's not because of a lack of love. It's just whatever love that we, we're like spewing out and it's coming back at us. It's not, it's not the God, the God love that's you know all-consuming and pure and such things. And and this this is where you you also have when it goes really bad, you know. You look at say like your uh, John Lennon's and how and how that ended, or the the way that people treat like celebrities. I'll be mindful of my words so you can monetize. Like, <laughs> uh, how people treat celebrities because of that, that false, false love and perverse love and worship, it, it can turn into this weird, ugly, like, thing, you know? And I guess the, the most, um, the, the most simple way to put it is, okay, I have to be careful with the key words here, but we know that, like, spouses are where if somebody's most, most likely to remove somebody else from the planet, it's going to be spouses, you know, and, and it's, it's all for that, for that same reason that the way that we love 
each other it can be so warped you know so when you multiply that by to say like worship like when you start treating somebody how you should treat god that the possible repercussions from that are so astronomical both for you and also for that person and it kind of i find so often as well when i have conversations about anything biblical it always goes back to eden in that eve wasn't hungry Adam wasn't hungry. Um, the devil talk wasn't all that convincing. But then hmm, the idea could be worshipped like God. Could could be the guy, you know, it could be that. And then it's like, oh, hmm, maybe we'll give this, this thing a try, you know. And there, there's something about the human spirit that we see in Eden and also quite easily manifests itself in us, which is funny because we'll take the compliments, but we don't like criticism as much. Like, you know, we, we, like, we like being told, oh, you're great. You're so awesome. Like, how do you do that? How do you get your hair to just be so right and perfect? But if someone comes along like, what's wrong with your hair? Like, <laughs> we we're unable to take and process it from, from, from that perspective, you know? So there's some things within our spirit that it just doesn't go well with praise and worship being directed towards us. Mm, amen to that. You brought up a really good point about um, that they're the way the world views love and the way God loves is definitely a lot different because, you know, we, the, the way that we love each other is, uh, you know, like you mentioned, kind of, you know, there's a perverse, you know, kind of thing that gets tied into the way people love each other, you know, as, you know, spouses or, or even nowadays, you know, some people will, um, you know, we'll just meet strangers and, you know, things can happen that way uh, as far as, uh, you know, uh, I guess sexually, you know, like there's that kind of sexual, uh, I guess, attraction just based off, you know, of physical appearance. And that definitely could be a lot different than, than the view of, you know, how God loves us. And so it all just, like I said, ties back to, you know, like you were saying, we love our should love ourselves because God loves us, but it should be in the sense of not not worshiping ourselves. It should you know always go back to to God getting the glory, uh, God and only God getting the glory, and not ourselves. Uh, we can be grateful for you know success in a certain area, but we never want to let the success be due to our own credit or our own glory because at the end of the day we wouldn't be where we are um if it wasn't for for god bringing us to that point and i know some people could even say um you know there are i guess different you know this has nothing to do with popularity but i guess i started thinking about success or you know and i guess even success could be a, a fine line you know it could be like a different spectrum of things because you know, some people think of success of like having a big house and, you know, having lots of money and, um, you know, getting married and having children, I guess it just, you know, depends on how you define that. But, um, but, you know, I guess success can be based off what, what you define success as. It doesn't have to mean, you know, I'm making big money. Um, I'm on TV, you know, you know, so it just, uh, because not everybody has, you know, not everybody has a home. There's, a, you know, a lot of homelessness, you know, people out there. But if, you know, success to them could be, you know, I I got to have a meal today, you know, or, you know, I got to, uh, 
find a place to stay warm and you know if it's cold weather so you know i guess uh i mean this is that's kind of i'm kind of going off on a tangent i'm not staying on the topic of popularity but i feel like even success um i guess the reason why i bring it up is because success um can be defined differently you know and that's kind of like how love can be defined differently and even popularity can be defined differently as well <laughs> yeah yeah i think i think there is something to it in terms of the power crossover where I think often when someone says success in, in our in our Western culture, especially is is defined like how Scarface defines defines it like money, power, woman, hopefully woman, but usually women, like you know, we kind of see these patterns that have been laid out. This is a good thing about being alive in 2022, I think, in that we have so much like history. Um, to go by but anybody who's heralded um, your time magazines wherever else you want to put it um, money power and then unfortunately infidelity usually follows money and power if even if you look biblically sadly you know because I think this is this is maybe a point of confusion where people often find in the bible often people feel as though if something is in the bible is therefore validated by god the actions and behaviors, whereas we know that David is condemned for the relationships, the concubines, the everything else, the, you know, uh, trying to miss those key words, but having somebody no longer alive because of, you know, wanting to get with their spouse and that kind of thing. And yeah, that, that does usually follow, unfortunately. So I guess to link it all together in as much as it's quite frequent that if you do become a person of increased popularity and quote-unquote success that you do have this this sin sin that follows behind you which I think link, links to what I was saying prior and as much as I just I think is very difficult for human nature to sustain a large amount of of power and popularity on that scale and something like social media now like I remember one point like I think I was marketing um, some music and I was, I was trying to build communities so I was going person to person and then I think at one point I became aware I was having like probably between 50 and 70 different conversations that were kind of ongoing in my inboxes and I think my brain just kind of went boop and like, <laughs> and like it's like it could no longer fathom all the the information the names the locations the places the things that were going on with everyone in in that context because like, i don't know how many people were like designed to be in like close contact with and having conversations with but i, I would hazard to say the number isn't 50 plus at the same time and that kind of thing we're having these constant back and forth and that kind of thing so i think we do have to be mindful in this era with how we manage quote-unquote popularity again if we get there because you know you've got if you've got a million followers is that what what does what does that mean? What does it mean for your life? What does it mean for your brain? What does it mean for them? Because like surely like the follower can't feel special. They're like, you know, one in a million, but in a bad way. <laughs> like, you know, and then for you who's the person kind of overseeing that, you can't really have meaningful relationships with a million people. It's just not sustainable. There's 24 hours in a day. Do you know what I mean? It's like it's impossible to have a meaningful relationship there. So now your, your relationships, your interactions, they're all strained and weird and not real. 
it's, it's just it's just a lot. It's hurting my brain just thinking about it, man. Yeah, that that definitely, you know, I could see how, you know, that being if I ever was popular, I could see how that would be a struggle because, you know, like you were saying, if you had like a million followers, then you have a, a lot of people trying to message you and, you know, direct messaging, DM you and you have, you know, and you're, uh, you know, it does seem like you're, you can't really give your, your energy to the people that um, you love at that point sometimes because you're trying to spend your time trying to, you know, talk to these people. And then like, I feel like that just like in self could be overwhelming and, you know, it just takes away from you spending your time with people that you've always spent time with, you know, whether it's your family or your friends or, you know, coworkers. So, you know, people that you work with or, you know, or, you know, anybody like that. So, I mean, I could see how doing something like that or trying to strive for, uh, I guess, fame can be, you know, definitely, or fame in the sense of if you have, um, not, not that I think that, having a million followers makes you famous but you may have there may be certain content or certain videos out there that you know somebody may have they're like oh you're the you know you're this person that's known for this video and you know that's you know what in in what you just said like so so at the start you said um if you ever became popular uh, and then you said about the not sure if a million followers makes you popular that that I think is the other funny thing in that the number, the number is not a constant number. Like <laughs> I've just I've seen it play out so many times. Like I've seen I've seen the road to a hundred followers campaign. And once you hit the hundred, you know what happens. You know what happens. Road to 200, let's go. Like, and then it's like, you know, if you don't get to 200, oh, it's starting to get twitchy. 200 becomes five five becomes a that it's just like you know i know people with a million followers and they're not happy because they're now surrounded by people with four million followers five million followers 10 million followers people with 10 million followers there's always just somebody who's out there by the end of it you find out half these followers were fake anyway but like <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like just the reason why i think if if you're not detached from it it's like you have to be and I kind of see it does create a good work ethic in a lot of people I see but it's just kind of what what are you working towards and why are you working towards it I guess become become the key questions with with popularity which would be interesting to ask you as well because I think in the opening in the opening monologue um, you were saying about wanting to be popular but I wanted to ask you what, what was the motiv- motivation for you why was it that you wanted to be popular Okay, so I think uh, one big reason, I guess, why I wanted to be popular back when I was younger and even even now, like, but I guess like one big reason I could say back when I was uh, a kid or maybe back in high school or, you know, middle school age, um, like one big reason why I wanted to be popular is, I guess, for for people to know me, I guess that would be like, it's probably not the, the best intentions, you know, it's probably thinking more of, you know, like, oh, I want people to, you know, to know me, to like me, to talk to me, to, to be known more than just what I was known for. You know, that's, that's what I think is the, the key part of this whole thing. And, and this is why, because it slipped my brain, but this is why I asked you at the start, like the difference between being popular and being liked. And I think this may be the golden moment here. 
But I think in this void that we have and our desire to be loved and accepted that can only fully come from, I, I think this is what's core to the whole thing. And uh, this is going to come across weird, but yeah, it is going to come across weird, but I can't help it. The, the people that I see with the most followers that I know generally don't feel loved. And the work ethic that is created in them to fill that void sometimes is amazing. I can see people that are able to push out content like daily, and I don't know how they do it, honestly, while trying to function as a human being, but that desire to be loved and accepted is so strong. There's created this motivation and this drive in them in order to try and fill that void. And like, it, it doesn't work or the, 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 there's maybe a, a slight thing to be said rather than just saying it doesn't work in that it's, it's very temporary in that they can feel fulfilled, but they feel fulfilled once every so often and then they need it again. It's not that, it's not that living water types of fulfillment where they're kind of content as part of their day-to-day -day lives, but you know, they'll they'll get they'll get the kind of um oh your videos really helped me when I was going through um a difficult time and then for one of a better time they feel like they feel like God in that moment or oh I love seeing you every morning when I wake up I turn on your videos and then they feel like God in that moment you know and then they'll, they'll break a million they'll break two million and then for that night they'll they'll drink and celebrate it and then wake up again it's kind of like the feeling's gone now so there's either a temporary filling of the void or no filling of the void. But I think this whole popularity thing comes back to a desire to be loved, liked, and feel of value. I like that. That that definitely I can see the the pieces coming together in that way. Because like you were saying, as far as the, you know, there's that void of, you know, I guess back when I was younger, wanting to be popular and like wanting people to, you know, oh, hey Joel, hey Joel, you know, like all this, uh, you know, everybody wanted to get to talk to me and all that. And and um, you know, having that you know they oh, okay great you know everybody talked to me today but then you wake up the next day and you have that same feeling like oh is you know anybody gonna talk to me today is anybody gonna like me today and am i going to be uh, am i on the the popular role today you know but and then uh it's, it's like yeah you're trying to completely fill fill that each and every day and, and that could be tiring in itself but then just at the end of the day it just goes to show you know, kind of going back to, you know, being loved, um, like we do have someone that loves us, you know, unconditionally, and that is Jesus Christ. And that is, you know, you know, God loves us so much. And, you know, that's something that we should, you know, that changes the whole perspective of, you know, how we should look at popularity, because we um, think of popularity of pleasing men, instead of, you know, given glory and pleasing God and knowing that, you know, God unconditionally loves his children. And, you know, it just, you know, goes to show that, you know, we definitely having the intentions on wanting to be popularity for the wrong reasons, um, you know, can just bring you back to being little G God and, you know, feeling like you're, you know, giving yourself, you know, a there's nothing wrong with, you know, 
being proud of yourself for like um for certain things like if you graduate from college or university you know that's definitely great but definitely definitely give glory to god you know if you um got a job you know got a good successful job if you got a promotion or a raise just uh, always find ways to uh, give glory to god and if you ever do get to the point of if you know if, if a video um ever gets popular and uh, or gets you know trending and you become famous don't let that define who you are because at the, the next day you may post a video and no one ever sees that video so it just goes to show that you know we need to continuously um you know keep our keep our minds and hearts in check when it comes to popularity <laughs> yeah 100 percent, man 100 percent. i feel like we made a breakthrough here yeah, I think so. I felt like I had like a big session right here because at the beginning of this whole thing, I had a whole different um, perspective on popularity. But then after kind of talking about it, I feel like at some points, I feel like I was being interviewed, which is awesome. And it kind of gave me, uh, it gave me like, uh, you know, started really having me think and then thinking like, oh, like this whole thing leads back to, you know, just continuously you know not you know not trying to seek for something to fill in that void when it should already be there being jesus christ and god instead of um you know you know likes or you know different things like that and just uh and nothing wrong you know definitely with getting likes or you know direct messages and stuff like that but just as long as it doesn't get too um get to your head or it doesn't get to you know it doesn't create something different out of you a different version of you um i see no wrong and you know at least you know being humble you know as far as you know where you're at you know when it comes to um social media or just um in general with your social circle so yeah just yeah i think we definitely came uh, a big breakthrough out of this <laughs> yeah and uh, i guess just as you're speaking it it kind of linked um, a, a theological point for me in that I think one one of the things that's always kind of thrown at Christians is uh, if Jesus is God, as you say he is, like why wasn't he worshipped and treated um, as God in, in a very full and real sense during his time on earth? You know, there was, there was no um, throne. Um, there was no, like, you know, outside of his birth, you don't have this continuous get, bringing of giftings and offerings to Jesus and him being treated ultimately godlike throughout the gospels and and as christians we know that the the life of christ was to be an example for how we should live our lives the the life of christ wasn't a model for how uh, god should be treated and um, if you get what i mean so he, his embodiment was an embodiment of how the human experience should be lived not how god should live on on earth and i think jesus himself points continuously to God to make this point as much all things are possible through the Father who strengthens me. Um, you know, each, each miracle is done through God and such. We have the baptism scene. So we have Jesus himself continuously pointing upwards towards God during his time on earth, you know? And I think just as Christians, we don't have to look at, I don't think, too, too deep to see it, but it's maybe a habit that we don't fully establish um, so you mentioned graduation, for example, 
uh, where does knowledge and wisdom come from? You know, uh, we, we mentioned something like music. You know, we know of this existing in heaven um, and, and, and that kind of thing. Um, even this podcast is like, do not forsake the assembly. You know, so it's if if we try and focus on ourselves, often these things can be missed. But I feel like in all our achievements, you know, if you're if you're an athlete, you know, where does the design for your body come from? You know, so it, while we often look at ourselves from these perspectives and want to be the ones, and I guess it's easy this day and age to get a brand deal. You know, you're on like giant billboards and such, so it's easy for confusion to creep in. But yeah, I do think looking at the life of Jesus and such, his life makes it easy for us to see how we can point upwards. So rather than directing a popularity towards ourselves, simply just being a mirror image um, as much as possible of, of, of who God is. Amen to that. I think that's a great way to, to look at, you know, as far as popularity is just seeing how Jesus was here, you know, for, you know, his first you know, coming here on earth, you know, and how his ministry just shows that, you know, it, it definitely wasn't popular content to these people. Nobody, you know, was, you know, happy to hear this whole thing of him saying that he's, you know, the Messiah, because that that's kind of what led him to the cross, of course. So it just shows that, you know, and that kind of ties back to even, um, you know, the, the worldly version of popularity, you know, that people may think of, versus, you know, the God, godly, you know, I guess, popularity or slash godly love, you know, that, you know, he has for us. And like it just goes to show, you know, that even this has always been a thing that has gone on for a, a long time. And, uh, and I, I actually want to read a couple of Bible verses that talks, you know, similar to popularity. So the first one, that I thought of was in Romans, Romans 12, which is like my favorite, one of my favorite chapters in the Bible. But anyways, in Romans 12, 2, it says, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So I just, you know, I think it just, you know, constantly shows that, you know, even back then it's telling us, you know, do not be conformed to this world. Like, you know, don't, don't let the world, you know, I mean, yet life is good to, you know, appreciate things here in life, but it's not, you know, good if you start, um, you know, worshiping creations instead of the creator or, you know, worshiping things that God created with the intent to give him glory um, when instead we're, we're glorifying, you know, whether it's ourselves or somebody else or, you know, something like that. So Romans 12 was definitely a good one. And then one other verse that I wanted to read right quick was in first John two fifteen. it says, do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. And I can, I bet people that, are not Christians may look at this and they may read the first portion of it and take it literally like, you know, do not love the world or things in the world. They may start thinking, Oh, so we're supposed to, to hate the world basically. And it's like, no, like that's, that's not what is being said in here. Like it's, it just means love, you know, put, I mean, you can 
definitely definitely don't hate yourself or don't hate the world but you know make sure that your love for god and jesus over overtakes everything make sure that's your your main priority in life and um and uh, yeah you could definitely appreciate you know the people that you surround yourself with and the job that you have but as long as you don't let the world be the only thing that you strive for um in life you know like um you know if you feel like you just want to live here forever instead of wanting to go to heaven um that's you know that would be a bizarre bizarre idea because um this world is going crazy so and i know there's a lot of people that are a part of that crazy as far as modern culture and thinking you know this is the way we should live and it's definitely a lot of things are going totally against god and um Isaiah just goes to show that it, it it's going we're going crazy here and I don't want to be here forever. I want to be up there forever. So, you know, while we're here on earth, we just got to continue to um give the the popularity vote to Jesus instead of instead of ourselves. But um but that's about all I have as far as um popularity. Do you have any final thoughts? <laughs> yeah. Well, while we're doing Bible verses, uh 1 Thessalonians 4:11. Uh, aspire to live a quiet life, I think fits um, fits within that narrative. Yeah, yeah, that's a really good one as well. I feel like there's so much like there in the New Testament and definitely in the Old Testament too, but I feel like the, the New Testament, there's like so much about being, you know, like not loving the world and not being conformed to the world, I, you know, idea behind that. Mm. So yeah, I love that. That's another good one for sure. <laughs> yeah yeah man it's been fun joe <laughs> yeah i definitely appreciate you being on here for sure and i definitely appreciate um you know everybody if you are watching this video whether it is on youtube or if you are watching this um on my instagram page at not your average joel where i post just um different you know i post like a minute or two of video from you know this podcast episode and then i also do post like behind the scenes, uh, maybe some funny moments from the episode, you know, I'll post those on my social media as well. Um, or, you know, if you are listening to this on any of the podcast streaming plat platforms like um, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, um, I am on there as well. So whether you are watching or listening to this episode, I appreciate the support and, um, and, as far as since we're kind of talking about popularity, when it comes to me having um, subscribers or support or anything like that, um, the glory is going to go to God at the end of the day. So um, before I end this episode, um, Jay Walker is actually an artist. So I actually want to give him the opportunity to kind of let people know, um, you know, where to find his music. So I'll let you go ahead and uh, tell everybody. Oh, awesome, man. Yeah. So Walker of TLD, literally just a, a period you guys say over there, right? <laughs> that feels weird to me though. <laughs> but yeah, J. Walker uh, of TLD, uh, TLD standing for the Lions Den. And, and if I've done my job right, that should pop up anywhere you search for it. Mm, yes, that's awesome. And I've heard a little bit of it so far, and I definitely have really enjoyed listening to it. So, you know, his you know, work and his Thanks, um, music. So definitely go check that out, everybody. So, uh, 
So once again, uh, thank you everybody for walk, uh, watching. I was looking at your name. Thank you, Jay Walker, for being here. <laughs> and thank you everybody for watching and or listening. And I will see y'all on the next episode of Not Your Average Jaw. Thank you everybody that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Jaw. My podcast is available on YouTube, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Overcast. If you want to see some standout moments, funny moments, or behind the scene moments from my podcast, then please visit my Instagram page at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. If you enjoy my content and want to see and hear more about my episodes, then please subscribe to my YouTube channel where you can hit the bell notification so that you can be notified whenever I post a new episode. You listening to this episode means so much to me. And if you ever want to be a future guest on my podcast, then please feel free to reach out to me on my Instagram page. I can't wait to share more of my life with you guys on the next episode of Not Your Average Joel. Thank you, everybody, once again, and I will talk to y'all later. Goodbye.